I'm doing a YouTube live stream later today, and I got several questions from the members of my tribe um, who are on our Discord about, is this the time to buy? What should I buy if I am going to buy? And what is my feeling about the stock market on the short term? Now, short term to me is one to three years. I invest based on the long term, and that's because I can't compete with the hedge funds, the quantum traders, the, the traders who trade in milliseconds, which is 80% of the, the trades on, on the stock market in any given day. So I can't compete with them. But what I know from being in the financial industry for a number of years, I'm a retired financial advisor, is these people don't think on the long term. Um, for the most part, they are trying to beat the market on a day-to-day -day basis. So they don't read a lot. They don't, they don't, they don't really emphasize what, what is the world going to look like in 2030. And that's the premise that I build my investment strategy on. The only person, the only fund that I think maybe approaches it that way is ARK Invest and Kathy Woods. They have kind of set a standard for someone who looks out into the future. Well, that's the same way I look at it. Now, I do look at the past in some, to get some guidance as to what has happened in the past and can it give me a clue as to what I can expect in the, in, in the future. So that's what I want to talk about today is we are, we are in a pullback, we're in a rotation, and my tribe members are asking me, should I be buying now? I want to speak to the, all, all of you specifically on that. So I'll be right back. But while I'm gone, hit the subscribe button, give me a thumbs up, and go to Best of Us Investors and come join our tribe. I'll be right back with you. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, the first thing I want to do is speak to money flow. And that is how much money is it coming into the system? Because if you'll think about it, when you go to buy a new car, the price of, that you're willing to spend on a car is very dependent about the money that you've got available. It's the same in anything else, and it's the same in stocks, that the price you're willing to pay for a stock is certainly relative to its earning potential, but it's also relevant to how much money you have to spend. If you don't have $3,000, you're probably not going to buy Amazon stock. But on the other hand, you might buy a penny stock. Okay? So as we have more money, we're willing to pay higher prices. Understood. So the first thing I want to do is give you some reference point as to how the money has flown in, flowed into our economy over the last 21 years. So I want to look at the debt clock. You'll find this at usdebtclock.org. And you'll see that here in the um, upper left-hand corner, our current debt is $28,146,000,000 dollars. Okay? You need to re put that into some perspective. 
In 2000, over here alongside the clock, I'm showing you, in 2000, that debt was $4 trillion. Now, recognize it took us 200 years to get there. In the next four years, as a result or as a recovery from the dot-com bubble, we doubled our debt. We went to $8 trillion. And then, as a result of the uh, subprime crisis, um, the financial crisis of 2008, we added $10 trillion to our debt from 2008 to 2018. That's some pretty heavy numbers, but I want you to see a trend there. Then from 2018 to 2020, we added a trillion dollars a year and got to 20 trillion. Then the pandemic came in 2020, and over the next really eight months, we added an additional eight trillion, six trillion dollars to the debt. That's in eight months. We, I mean, we were doing uh, a trillion a month. We almost hit, or a year, we almost hit a trillion a month. Now, we know that Joe has come in and he's, he, he added a two trillion to that. And he's talking about an infrastructure bill. That'll be another three trillion. So then I want you to go over here and look at um, the amount of taxes uh, collected. And that's uh, over in that, that green section. And you'll see our federal tax revenue is $3,479,000,000. But if you go over here to um, the U.S. spending actual that's $8 trillion. There's a difference between what we bring in and what we spend of $5 trillion. So to estimate that the current 28 is going to 33 is a low ball. It's because you've got Joe's $2 trillion that he's already sent out, another three, that's five, and then you've got a shortage of another five. So it could be 10, and that number could be 38 trillion. What does that have to do with the stock market? Well, remember, based on the amount of money you have determines what you will pay for things. So let's look at a little more history, and let me take you and show you the S&P 500 over this same period of time. And you'll see, here's from 2000 to 2008, the $4 trillion, and you can see the market just kind of moved sideways, okay? It, it, it went up after uh, about um, 2006 or 2003 to 2008, and then it took the dive, and that was the subprime crisis. And then you can see here, we added $10 trillion. You can very easily see what that $10 trillion did. This is the feeding, the financing of um, social media. 
This is the growth of Google and Amazon and Microsoft and Facebook, okay? $10 trillion fed that, that need. Then we go to, where are we at now? We go to 2018 through 2020, and we add our uh, $2 trillion. No, excuse me. Yes, that's correct. We add $2 trillion, and you can see the market continues to go up. Then we go into 2020, and it's, it's starting its climb until March, and then it sinks. Okay, we know why is it why it's saying, but we we threw um, ten trillion dollars at it, and so the market continued to go up. Then we came to the change in administration, and we had a, another major pullback. But look what's continued to happen, and then where the S and P five hundred is now at an all time high. And Joe's going to throw some more money at it. So, what is my take on that? As Jamie Dimon says, this market is going to continue to rally. What you need to understand is when, when the money comes out of Washington, or it, and, and it's really happening all over the world as a result of the pandemic, to, to, to basically save the economies. When the money comes out of Washington, it's like rain. It, it's, it's like rain. And when it, it has to end up somewhere, okay? It hits your roof, it runs off the roof, it goes under your driveway, it goes into... It has to end up somewhere in a lake, okay? In a river. That's true of money, too. It comes into your hands and you pay... Uh, your electric bill, you pay your mortgage, you pay you pay your, your your car. You may even go and buy a new car, and then it trickles further down, and somebody does something else with. It. But eventually, it ends up in somebody's pocket who doesn't need it. What do they do with it? What do they do with this this ten trillion dollars that came to us just? in the last year. What do they do with it? They invest it. Well, how far, how much can you invest? Well, if you're willing to pay more for Amazon, then uh, I'm willing to, and I'm willing to sell it to you, you will build bid it up. Something unusual, though, happened that you need to be aware of. It's called a SPAC. A SPAC. In 2018, there were 46 SPACs in the United States. In 2019, that went up to 59. Not a big increase. Um, and it put $13.6 billion into the stock market. In 2020, that number jumped from 59 to 248. And the amount of money went sixfold. It went up to $82.1 trillion went into SPACs in 2020. In 2021, through March, again, 2020 was 248. Through March, we're at 299. And we've exceeded 
the 82 billion of 2020 to 87.9 billion through March of 2021. This is a flood of money. Where is that money coming from? Well, we know where it's coming from. It's the trillions of dollars that the government is printing. I guess my question is, if we only got 82 billion in 2020, where's the rest of the 20 trillion? Well, I know where it's at. It's in Amazon, Google, it's in Peloton, it's in 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 um, the, the, the stocks that you bid up. And then the market back a couple uh, 60 days ago said, this is out of hand. And it rolled away from technology and went into more stable stocks. It also went into the bank. We know from banking records that savings are at an all-time high. My point is this money is coming back into the market. It's coming through more SPACs. It's coming through technology. And I, I, I mean that because there are some events that are happening that are going to drive it to technology. Those events are, number one on our list is the coronavirus. The coronavirus basically alerted us that our medical system isn't adequate. This virus spread across the world before we knew about it. Now, we rallied as a result of genome sequencing we rallied and got a virus at a record time, but that also taught us there's more we can do with genome sequencing. And it became acceptable. And as it's becoming acceptable, we're now learning that through genome sequencing and therapies associated with CRISPR, we can eliminate disease from our bodies. We can take it out of our sperm and our egg so it never exists again. We've learned this. Why? Because of the corona crisis brought health to the top of our minds, the top priority. Um, everybody has recognized this is bigger. This revolution in medicine is bigger than the data revolution. Um, it, it, it's, it's going to explode as we get together and say, this pandemic can never happen again. Now, another thing that came as a result of the pandemic was an awareness that our supply chain is broken. We, we learned that the rare earth elements that we need to make the electric engines in our EV uh, autos operate efficiently are only available in China. But then we've discovered, and I just did a video on MP Materials, that we have a company that used to be in, in California that went bankrupt called uh, Mollycorp that used to um, mine rare earth elements, but they went bankrupt because China pushed the prices of them down so far. And we have stricter regulations, environmental regulations than China. 
And now a young company called MP Materials has bought them out of bankruptcy and is going to rebuild the supply chain for rare earth materials in the United States. This would not have occurred if we didn't recognize that our supply chain is broken. As a result of that, also, we have recognized that 3D printing and robotics will bring the manufacturing back to the United States and make us competitive with China and other countries that had, used to have cheap labor and now are having more expensive labor and are actually putting 3D printing and and uh, robotics in their facilities. But there's no reason we should be buying from them and then paying to ship it across the Pacific Ocean if we can do the same thing in our own shores. And we've woken up to that, and that's why Joe Biden stepped up and said, we have to build our infrastructure, and infrastructure includes manufacturing. That's why Jamie Dimon said that we have to recognize that China is really attempting to bury us and we need to change our manufacturing in this country and we need to get some political cooperation out of Washington to work with companies so that we can stay as our number one economy in the world. So, long story made short, now's the time to buy the companies that are going to react to the coronavirus in the medical field, biotech. Now is the time to buy the big data companies because data is going to drive all this. And that's Amazon, uh, Google, Apple, and Microsoft, and, and Facebook. They collect all the data. And now is the time to buy the 3D printing companies. That's what I focus my portfolio on. I share my portfolio at of us investors. Um, Discord, you can get there by going to bestofusinvestors.com. We also have a, a, a group of from our Discord that analyzes stocks. I would not have known about MP Materials except that my investment committee brought it to my attention. And that's how we are working to achieve three things. Make good financial decisions. Number two, keep more of what we make by understanding our tax code. And number three, build family wealth. We have the opportunity through the United States uh, estate tax program to pass 24 million dollars onto our heirs. That would have made a difference in my life if my dad had done that, or my grandfather. That's what I want to do for my children and my grandchildren, and I encourage you to do the same. So, now is the time to buy. Follow the money. The money is, is going to the stock market, and, 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 and keep buying until they turn the printing presses off in Washington, D.C. When they turn... The, the, the other thing I think you need to recognize, where, look, at, look at in this period of time we're talking, look at the money that has found its way to cryptocurrencies. Where is that money coming from? It, it's not coming from people who 
who, who go to work nine to five every day, it's not even coming from Jeff Bezos and, and, and Bill Gates. That's not where that money's coming from. That money that is going to cryptocurrency, that is going to these EV stocks, that is going to biotech, that, is it, that are going to these SPACs, is coming directly from Washington, D.C. I mean, the amount, again, since 2000, $4 trillion, and I project by the end of 2021, somewhere in the neighborhood of $36 trillion. That's what has created this graph of the S&P 500. It's not that difficult. Just follow the money. Okay, to answer the question I proposed or that I was asked by my tribe, when is the time to buy? Today. Today. Just buy the stocks that are going to change the way you live. Peter Lynch used to say, and Peter Lynch is way back in the 90s. He, he used to be the manager of the Magellan Fund, uh, Fidelity Magellan Fund. He said, how do I know where to invest? He says, I get in my car every Saturday and drive around the city and see whose parking lots are full. What was he doing? He was following the money. If, 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 if Kmart's parking lot was full, and it was full back in the 90s, or Walmart's was full, that's who he invested in. Go into the grocery store, he, he used to say, and, and see what they're buying, and then buy that stock. Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola. Uh, it's not that difficult, okay? All right, we have a wonderful opportunity to make a lot of money in the next uh, three years, and uh, I'll be back tomorrow and, and every day that I can muster it up, and if I change my mind, I'll let you know. You'll be the first to know. <laughs>